0: Welcome to the Madera Tribune podcast, sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. This week is a going to be a short one because our co-host, Nugasek and Brindrious, is out covering a boys' soccer match. So we have um, Madera County Public Health Director, Sarah Boss, with us today. And she's going to talk about vaccinations, where you can get vaccination, and who's eligible. And the state recently opened up to everybody, so everybody's not eligible. So we'll have that conversation with Sarah Boss. And we'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Madera Tribune podcast. And hopefully next week, me and Nugusay will be back in action. And we'll talk about as much things as we can talk about. All right. So today we have Sarah Bossy, the director of the Madera County Public Health Department. Did I get everything right? Uh,
1: it's pronounced
0: boss. The boss. Okay. Like
1: she's the boss.
0: Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> and so, um. I get a re- I, I run our story saying that vaccinations aren't going to open to everybody over 16 until April 15th, and then you come out with a release on Friday saying that everybody over 16 can be vaccinated. How good is that to be able to have that opportunity to give to the anybody basically that wants to get vaccinated can get can get vaccinated.
1: Yes, then um, Governor Newsom made the announcement um, of expanded eligibility um, for. Uh, age 50 and up on april 1st and then 16 and up for april 15th he also said that anyone who's in a household with someone who's eligible can come along and get vaccinated and uh we really looked at that and thought um well you know in madera county uh, most people have someone in their household who's eligible so it really made everyone eligible so much easier for us to open it up um, allow people to pre-register Uh, and we just wanna get vaccines and arms as fast as possible.
0: And then also, you guys had the drive-through event Saturday, so are you you trying to do a drive-through event every Saturday or just that Saturday and this this coming Saturday?
1: Uh, I think at this point we're gonna look at doing drive-throughs on Saturdays. Uh, We're trying to make sure that those who have uh, like mobility issues and um, are disabled uh, have an easier time. in in being able to access vaccination, and so we're adding that. It really works best if we don't have anybody else in the parking lot, so Saturdays are are pretty ideal. So (laughs) I think into the future we'll be looking at doing drive throughs here at our health and social services campus on Saturdays.
0: And then you, you had over 300 come Saturday, and you expect almost double that next week.
1: Yeah, next week we're opening up registration at first a little under 500. We're going to see if that fills up. And if it does, then we can expand to as many as 600 next Saturday.
0: Oh, wow. And then one of the things that I was pointing out, um, I was bragging about saying we've done so well, is I was looking at numbers. From two months ago, the active cases in Madera was at 2,000 and something. The report I got Friday was 200 and something. How, how good is that to hear that those numbers have dropped that much in two months.
1: It's really encouraging, and I think it's a reflection of the work um, that everyone across Madeira has has really put in to adopt new behaviors and um, really be careful and mindful of people around them um, and protect their their own household and family members. Um, but it really shows the power of vaccination, um, and we're we're excited to see. Uh, that engine really um, coming to bear in Madera County, uh, that vaccination really does look like the hope for ushering us into a new season where um, we can get back to a lot of the things that we all love to do and miss doing, especially seeing other people.
0: Exactly. Like like people are posting, I got vaccinated. It's like a hug somebody now.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think all of us are, are tired of COVID. I know I'm tired of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. People have trouble talking to me about anything other than COVID because they want to ask me questions. <laughs> and uh, I, I would just look forward to a time where I can work on other public health <laughs> issues that are also important as well.
0: Yeah. Well, because I remember even before COVID hit, the only correspondence we would have is our annual letter to our Welcome to Madera section. And now I'm calling you almost on a weekly basis.
1: Yes. uh, You know, there were a lot of people who had no idea who pelvic health was and what we did. Um, My own family didn't have a good idea of what it was I did for a living. And and now they have a much better clue uh, about, you know, what our job is about and and what it's for. Um, But we're, you know, we're also not all about communicable disease. Um, What we've seen with COVID is that, even when the, the threat that's right in front of us is a virus, uh, it really matters whether or not a person has underlying health conditions. And that really reflects work that we do all the time in public health to encourage people um, to be physically active um, and eat a healthy diet, but a lot of the supports in the community that make that possible, um, access to fruits and vegetables, access to Physical activity opportunities, active transportation, all of those things really add up to a healthy community and contribute to our ability um, to be able to fight off illnesses when they come. Um, and other issues that are important to public health that have also come to light with COVID are things like crowded housing and, um, you know, transportation um, issues with our, our farm worker community. Um, close proximity uh, of folks really makes a big difference uh, when you're trying to prevent uh, communicable disease. Yeah. Sarah, this is, this is Nancy. Um, hi, I, Nancy. What, hi. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. <laughs> um, I was wondering about your bed count. You know, there about uh, the end of last year, we were critical about the bed count in the hospital. And now I assume that it's not at the critical nature that it was then, but how how about the bed counts now? Are they much more manageable now? Um, they're much less. Uh, so um, I'm looking at the report that came to me Tuesday of last week. That's uh, It'll be updated tomorrow. But Madeira Community Hospital, um, the hospitalization is... Now uh, ICU at forty percent, which is great. Oh, that's much and much better, yes. much, much better. Uh, their medical surge is at forty one percent, and then Valley Children's, their medical surge is at seventy six, and their um, pediatric ICU at fifty nine percent. So much closer to normal levels, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But at the height of the surge. Um, Madera Community Hospital um, expanded, basically doubled their ICU capacity with support from the state. Um, the head of emergen- uh, emergency medical services came and visited, Dr. Paul and I joined them, and it was really enlightening to see the impact to a local um, community hospital when um they just don't have the same kinds of, of margins to be able to expand and mm-hmm. provide high-level acute care. Um, so we were really appreciative of that support to be able to expand capacity, but now we're we're back to more, like, normal operations in the hospitals, which is great news.
0: Yeah, I, I bet you're looking forward to the time to where you'll get a phone call and not have to talk about COVID. <laughs>
1: I, I occasionally get a different. phone call
0: that's not about COVID, but it hasn't happened very often. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then so, and then also, um, are you expecting a little bit of a surge from the Easter weekend? I'm
1: sorry, can you repeat the question?
0: I was going to say, are you expecting a little bit of an uptick from the Easter weekend?
1: You know, we'll see. Um, we really hope that people. Um, you know, really heated the, the outcomes of what happened in the surge uh, over, you know, the last holiday mm-hmm. um, to really take it easy. Um, plus, the weather is different. I imagine a lot of people's activities were outside, which makes a huge difference with regards to transmission. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I try to not make too many predictions, um, <laughs> but prepare for Prepare for all the different scenarios so that we can respond with, with what actually comes. I'm hopeful that our case rates don't go up. Uh, we'd like to be able to continue to move through the tiers yeah, because exactly. getting into the red tier this last week was really exciting. And we want to keep that trend going.
0: Yeah, you know, basically with with what we've been saying all along, you guys want to keep eating inside the restaurants. You keep wanting to go inside church. You want to do certain activities. You got to wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Get tested. Stay social distance. Do all the things that's probably been ingrained in the last year for everybody's head.
1: Yes, we all know these these things very well. The trick is actually doing it when you get in that situation, because um, even though we know to do it, it, it feels pretty awkward. Um, you know, when you're around people that you know real well, uh, to still implement those actions. Um, but it really helps us to be able to um, to stay things off. And, of course, if you're vaccinated, then it's it's much easier to prevent transmission for sure.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to start actually shaking hands and doing hugs again and all that kind of good stuff. These fist bumps are okay for certain people, but, you know, you got to be respectful and shake a hand every once in a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. it'll be interesting to see how um, the norms kind of change exactly. Um, you know it might be that people you know fist bump them off and then shaking hands or bump elbows or you know I've heard in other countries it's really become a thing like everybody just you know taps their feet together you know (laughs) Um, and uh, I know that flu season is you know was always a bit you know people really didn't take it that seriously didn't wash their hands more often didn't really take precautions and I think now people are probably going to be more mindful, Um, even when we're past this, you know, COVID season, I think, you know, COVID is going to be with us, and the flu is still going to be with us, and uh, other viruses as well, so it certainly are um, interesting to see how norms might change.
0: Yeah, and I never thought the phrase, oh, I forgot my mask would ever come into my vocabulary when I left the house, so...
1: Yeah, I, it makes me it makes me laugh because sometimes I'm out and around and I think well, you know all these guys look like bandits and <laughs> <laughs> it and, you know before if somebody walked in and they had that on their face and their sunglasses on people would think oh my gosh I'm getting robbed <laughs> and yeah. now it's just normal <laughs> yeah that, now I'm in a bank a mask is required uh, in the bank. <laughs> I know so it's, it's really strange.
0: Uh-huh. And we've gotten really good at recognizing people just by their eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a funny funny uh experience that we've had For we have a lot of our staff that are teleworking, but we do have a number of staff that are in the office cuz of the work that we do obviously and we use all the safety precautions and things and we've hired a lot of new people as you might imagine because um, there's a lot of work to do uh. and because they were hired when um when everybody was already wearing masks there are some staff that i've never seen their whole face <laughs> <laughs> and uh every once in a while you'll like you know you'll Walk through the break room and somebody's you know having their lunch and you know safely by themselves, but you'll finally see their face and it's kind of like is that so and so and you have to imagine them with the mask on and then kind of put it together <laughs> it it really is it's pretty funny.
0: I had that same situation I work at a at, a, at a Walgreens and like you know every couple of, basically a couple of times a month and I've literally never seen some of these new hires you got without ma- with with their without their masks on. So the other day they didn't have their masks, like you said, they were eating or doing something. I'm like, Oh my God, that's what you look like And they were surprised. I'm like, ah, I haven't seen your whole face. I'm sorry
1: It's a it's it's kind of um like when you imagine a character Yes when you've been reading a book and then somebody makes a movie and they cast somebody that doesn't look anything like the person you had in mind. You're like, Wait a minute, I I just don't know what to do with this
0: Exactly, it's great. Well, thank you so much for the talk. Um it's been very, very nice uh, talking with you, especially the last couple of weeks. Um, you never know, you might get another phone call on Wednesday talking about the current numbers or something. So thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's been my pleasure, and you can call anytime. All right. Thank you. Have a great and day. Thank you.